Welcome to the Postpartum University Podcast, where we support you and your provider in understanding the science, the art, and the sacredness of healing after birth. I'm Miranda Bauer, your host, your postpartum nutrition specialist and homesteading mom with four wild kids. It's time to get you the holistic whole body healing that works. Hello, welcome everyone. I'm Miranda Bauer here at Postpartum University, and I have an incredible guest that I want to bring to the table for a very serious conversation, one that I think we need to have a lot more of. We're going to introduce you to Maria Kakumchuk, who is a certified transformational coach who helps moms heal from postpartum depression and anxiety without the use of medications. And so she's got a couple of tools up her sleeve that she's going to talk about today that helps us work and with this deep knowledge of of self-compassion and and help and working through childhood traumas, breaking free from dysfunctional family patterns, eliminating shame and guilt. Can you see why this is so important? Like if you're listening in, this is incredibly important information. So welcome. And tell us, how did you get started in this work? Yeah. Hi, Miranda. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be sharing with you and your audience. So I got started in this work, I think, in a way a lot of people get started is because I needed to do my own healing. I was at a point where I didn't feel like I was getting in anywhere in the more traditional route. And I have a background as a therapist, as a marriage and family therapist. So I've been to therapy myself. I've done a lot of therapy. And I started to feel that it wasn't really working for me anymore. It wasn't really addressing the core issues because what ended up happening was since I became a mom, I ended up having a postpartum depression actually started in um, pregnancy. And so I had years of postpartum depression where at first it was really severe. And then it just lingered and never really went away. And even though I went back to my therapist, it just didn't, it still lingered, nothing was helping. And so I came across EFT. And I decided to give it a shot because I am personally a fan of somatic therapies. I think they work really well. And when we engage the body, I think we get much better results. So I decided to learn this modality. And what I loved about it is that unlike of a lot of other therapeutic tools that therapists learn, this is a self-healing tool as well. So it's not just I'm learning it for others. I can learn it and help myself. And that's how I got started in it is I wanted to heal my own traumas and my own wounds that opened up since I became a mom and I just couldn't close them up and I couldn't heal them. And that's how I got started in EFT. And it's been at this point about a year and a half journey. And it's been an amazing journey, a very difficult one last year because I was healing all the really heavy parts. It's much better now, but there's still lots of healing. But I I love it. And I love sharing it with others because it's a tool that really works and really helps with what's actually underneath the root cause of all of our issues. And I can't wait to talk about EFT. And for those of you who are listening, and if you don't know what that is, we're absolutely going to get in this. But first, I have to say, like, your story resonates with myself. And I know so many who are listening in because we are usually in this field of work because something wasn't right, because we had to go on our own journey on figuring out how to support ourselves better. And it's very interesting that you're coming in with a background as a therapist you know, and counselor 
over 20% of my clients are therapists and counselors and saying that's not working. And we're hearing that from so many moms as well. So uh, I'm so glad that you brought that up. It's okay that it's not working. You're not alone in the fact that it might not be working for you. And there are other ways. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But now I have to ask the rates of depression and anxiety. They're astronomically high based on your experience and what you're seeing in practice. Why do you think this is happening? Yeah. So what I think is happening is isolation and our lack of a village. And the fact that COVID has really made that even more pronounced, because if before we didn't really have a village to support us, COVID denied us a village completely, because we couldn't have anybody come into our house to help, whether it was paid help, whether it was family, nobody. So we ended up having a large generation of kids being born to moms who are doing it pretty much 100% on their own. And what we are finding out is that a lot of um, a big contributing factor to postpartum depression, especially, is the isolation. When we isolate, depression creeps in, it takes a hold in us. And that's what's happened. That's why we're seeing such astronomical numbers is because that village, that support, it's not there. Yeah, that's that's so true. And a lot of your work too, and one of the reasons why we invited you here on the show is because of your background in treating this the dysfunctional family patterns and the childhood traumas and i think when you couple that with isolation right when you when you're only familiar with this this way of raising children that was very traumatic for yourself and you're trying to do something different right and you're isolated in that approach and and oftentimes what happens in parenthood right like hands down parent that parenthood is the number one way to reconnect you with all of the childhood wounds that you've ever experienced right that is that comes flying forward for so many of us right and and this is an opportunity to get in touch with that and work through it but if you're isolated and you're alone and you don't have the tools it's a recipe for complete disaster it is and that's what happens to a lot of moms. I mean, to begin with, we end up isolating ourselves a lot of the times because the critical messages that we've received as we were raised, all of that does come, starts to come up in motherhood because we're so open. We just went, no matter, no matter how you view birth, birth is a very significant shakeup to the system and it is a traumatic shakeup to the system. And then becoming a mother changes your life completely. So you're going through this identity shift. You're going through a physical shift where your whole hormonal makeup is changing in the beginning, pretty much on the daily, right? And it all depends on how your system is responding to it. And then on top of that, if you're by yourself, all you're hearing is the voices inside your head. And the voices inside your head are based on what you heard growing up and what you watched growing up. And unfortunately, for a lot of us, like I will I am what you would consider an elder millennial, you know, raised by a very young exer. She was still very much in that critical way of raising me as her parents were raising her. So, you know, my mom couldn't give me a lot of this empathy and a lot of support. And I know there's a lot of other women out there who are moms, who are young moms right now, who are experiencing that. And motherhood, it brings that up. It brings up all these messages we heard about motherhood. It brings up everything we soaked up as little girls watching our moms be moms. And unfortunately, the previous generations, they had it pretty hard and they didn't have a way to process the way we have a way to process. So yeah, it, it really brings up a lot of this trauma and a lot of this wounds. They just open up. Is this called the motherhood wound? 
If you're a birth and postpartum professional who wants to give the families you serve some solid, holistic, evidence-based information regarding nutrition, repletion, and nourishing your body after baby, this is for you. I have 18 beautiful pages in a handout form that is completely free. Free full guide to nutrition completion, common misconceptions, supplement support, favorite recipes, 30 healthy and quick snacks, and so many more. You can download your free collection with handouts at postpartumu, that's the letter u.com slash handouts. Yes, this is the mother one. And it happens with both moms and daughters, but then also moms and sons. I focus more on the daughters because I focus on the moms. And it is a lot of it is how we relate to our moms and that sort of push and pull of the fact that we want to be really close to them. We want them to approve of us. But in order to do that, we have to sacrifice who we are. We have to sacrifice our boundaries to get close to our moms. And so a lot of the times we inherit their their wounds and we keep carrying that on and keep carrying that on and, you know, passing it on to our daughters and our sons unless we make a conscious decision to not do it. So if you were raised in a very critical household or a neglectful household and you don't want to bring that in, you are a cycle breaker. But being a cycle breaker is hard because you don't have a roadmap in front of you at all. And you're sort of, you know, flying by the seat of your pants and trying to make it up as you go along because you don't have a model to base it on that this healing, Mm -hmm. you are a pioneer and it's hard and scary but incredibly important. Yeah, this I love that you're talking about this. It's breaking generational cycles. You're breaking generational trauma cycles. And the fact that we have to carry that burden in and of itself is so difficult, let alone the process of doing it in itself. How do we how do we know if this is something that we're experiencing? How do we recognize it within ourselves? That we're breaking cycles or that we're experiencing the trauma? That we're experiencing the trauma, that this exists in, in, in us, and that maybe we need to be breaking generational trauma. Well, there's lots of ways. So trauma creeps up all over the place. So you, you know, if you're having psychological symptoms like anxiety or depression, that could very much point to the fact that you have trauma lying underneath physical issues, especially chronic physical issues, mm-hmm. autoimmune diseases things like that, they point to trauma. And then also, if you're easily triggered, you fly off the handle right away at your kids, or maybe at your spouse, quite possibly there's trauma under there. There Maybe if your coping mechanism is to disassociate and scroll Instagram and TikTok when, the, when times get tough, there's trauma. If you want to hit the bottle, there's trauma. You're overeating your sweets, there's trauma underneath. There's so many things and so many different coping mechanisms because humans are adaptable and they do try to uh, bring on safety any which way they can. But a lot of the times, the way we bring on safety to work with that trauma, it's not very healthy. Because we we certainly don't have any other coping mechanisms. I mean, I was the generation that was raised by lots of trauma, 
right? My mom, growing up in my household, you know, living with my mom, there's a lot of trauma in that space. And my mom experienced a lot of trauma. My grandmother experienced a lot of trauma, right? And this, you know, again, this generational that's been passed down and there's zero coping skills. And so when adulthood hit and postpartum depression hit, it was a whole new world of having to relearn how to live in my body and live as an adult. I mean, so we... I, I see it so often, and I'm going to have a, a deep conversation about this in our membership about ADHD, right? ADHD is a real deal, but how much of us are actually experiencing the symptoms of it because of the trauma that we've experienced and everything is just so overwhelming and we don't know how to deal with life. Yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, you're adding to somebody who's traumatized, you're adding kids. And kids are difficult. They're high needs, high demand, and they fry our already fried nervous system, right? So there's a reason why you're not healing. You are stuck in fight or flight, or you are stuck in freeze. And because of that, you're having all sorts of physical and mental health issues because your nervous system just can't handle it anymore. And it's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of good coping mechanisms because until maybe about like, you know, 20 years ago or so, it wasn't even okay to go to therapy. It was so stigmatized that, you know, our parents, even if they wanted to, wouldn't have gone to therapy because everybody would judge them and they would be so scared of opening up and working on their issues. So yeah, they didn't have any coping mechanisms, couldn't pass any on to us. So it was up to us to learn them for us to do the work, to go into therapy or to take some uh, courses or read some books and to do all of that. But we sort of also got the privileges that in our generation, it's a little bit more accepted. So people are doing the work, whereas in the previous generations, obviously didn't get that acceptance and couldn't do it. Yeah, it's so true. I was just doing a, a training on perinatal mental health disorders. And a really key fact was that forced lobotomies were happening into the 60s. And, and so even, I mean, that's, that's speaking so much. Like we were, we were forcing people to do things if they had said that they were, they had mental health challenges or presented as if they did. And we had, a, you know, a, a sane asylums. That was a really big deal, even in the sixties. And so just looking back, I mean, this whole mental health support and what we're doing in today's world is radically different than what the generations before us had. You know, my parents certainly didn't have that. They were they were still in the, the generation of forced lobotomies and insane asylums, right? And it's just it's just very interesting to see thousands of years of mistreatment and mental health, and and just recently in the last twenty to forty years, having access to better healthcare options. There's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, there is. And that's why I was saying I was calling us pioneers, because a lot of us are pioneers in this. We are breaking ground, we're breaking traumas, we're identifying traumas, calling our family's attention to it. And a lot of the times we're the ones doing the work because we are the ones who are more open to doing the work. And, you know, our elders still aren't, they cannot come face to face with this reality. And I know it brings up a lot of negative feelings for people that why is it that I have to repair myself. But really, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to be a pioneer and the one doing this, because the cool part about that, you could do it to your own specifications, because 
the power is in your hands. You can shape this to look however you want it to look. And you're not doing it because you have to. You're doing it because you want to and because you want to heal. You want to be better for yourself and then hopefully pass it on to your kids as well. Because mom's healing means we're passing on healing to the next generation, which is really, really important. If not you, then who? Exactly. I Nobody agree. else is going to do it for you. And oh. and with that said, what do we do? You have some incredible tools. We talked about it in the very beginning. We talked about EFT. Tell us about some of these tools. What are they? How can we use them? And how can they support us in breaking this generational trauma? Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of tools, right? Like as we talked about, the first thing you think about is going to therapy. Very helpful might be a lengthy process, but it is helpful to start sort of unearthing what your issues are. Um, you could do coaching, you can do yoga, you could do all sorts of things. I focus on EFT, which is emotional freedom technique, or other people might know it as tapping. And it's exactly what that is. It is tapping. You are tapping on about 20 or so acupressure points that are the most correlated with our emotional responses. And those acupressure points are uh, located directly on your nervous system. So that's what makes it a somatic therapy is that we're engaging the body in helping our nervous system regulate and get on track. And then we're also bringing in a little bit of CBT in there for reframe. So when we clear out the negative messages, we have some new messages coming in. And because we're using our body, our body actually integrates it better than if we were just straight up talking about it. And then the other piece that I bring in absolutely is the self-compassion because that critical voice, a lot of us are still functioning from that critical voice. And it's very hard to continue functioning in a healthy way when all you're hearing is criticism coming from the inside. So the way I kind of do it is that we use the EFT to clear out the criticism and then we bring the self-compassion to start practicing with our compassionate voice to bring this love and compassion towards us that sort of holds us through the hard times because healing isn't linear. We are going to get better and then we're probably going to get worse and it's going to go up and down. And that self-compassion allows us to understand that not only is this normal, it's okay. And it doesn't mean that we failed. And when we start talking to us from a compassionate uh, voice instead of a critical one, we realize that we can achieve so much more. We can be gentler with ourselves and we can be gentler with our kids. And it's amazing. It's such an amazing tool. And it happens relatively quickly with EFT because it's, you know, it's a somatic therapy. So we're tapping on your body. So a lot of the stuff that might take you weeks to get through in therapy, you might be able to get through in a couple of sessions in EFT. So it's a faster tool. And the other part, as I was saying, is that I used it for self-healing. That's exactly what it is. Once you know what you're doing, you can use it as your own self-help tool for yourself at home. So if you're stressed out, you could start tapping on those points and bring that stress level down. Regulate your nervous system because the truth is life is going to keep throwing things at us. Like my kids manage to trigger me on the daily, probably multiple times a day. And that's where tapping comes into place because then I don't have to be dysregulated for hours on end because my kids had a tantrum. I might be dysregulated for five minutes and then I can tap. Then after that, I feel a little more calm. I can bring in breathing work. So breath work is very important and easy to do. I teach my kids how to do breath work, a little breathing balls. We do square breathing. We do finger breathing, like all sorts of things. And then when you bring that in, you balance your nervous system. Then you can come back to the world and you can be present. 
And so I personally think that, yeah, if we're addressing the body, we're addressing your nervous system, that's where you start. And then you can bring in so many other tools. Obviously, you know, being outside, it's incredibly important. Get as much sunshine as you can. Breathe in the air. Look at all the greenery, all of that. Nutritional support. Make sure you're picking foods that are nourishing and aren't junk because we need that for our body to function optimally, you know, supplementation with herbs and different supplements is also very helpful. Um, It takes a lot of work to cultivate this kind of supportive system, but it's totally worth it and it works. And then we feel better. And I can't think of any better feeling than to feel like, you know, I have overcome my triggers and I can be a more calm and more present mom and that we're not having as many issues because I can't regulate myself and I'm throwing tantrums the same size as my toddler is. I love this so much. You just outlined my entire book, Reclaiming Postpartum Wellness, like hands down everything in there. So I am a firm believer in everything that you're sh- you're sharing here. And I love EFT tapping and I love tools that you can learn in a therapeutic environment as you're providing and take home and use for yourself. Like that is the beauty of this work is to learn these coping school uh, coping tools, these skills that we have that we can use for ourselves. I mean, it's a life skill. And then we can pass it down to our children so that they won't even need therapy maybe one day. <laughs> I mean, Who that's knows, right. Who knows, right? We probably will, but it's okay. Yeah, the point absolutely. is, yeah, we are giving them tools, which is what we were talking about, that we weren't given tools, but we're now learning them and we can pass them on. And I think it's, I think it's amazing. Like, I don't view this work as burdensome. I actually, I take great joy and pleasure in learning all of this and being able to A, utilize it myself, B, teach other moms, but C, teach my children that there's these things, there's better things than to throw something at me or to yell insults or to punch a wall. You know, you could tap on yourself instead and you don't have to let this aggression out. You can actually balance your nervous system and you don't have to be dysregulated. I mean, nobody likes being dysregulated no matter what age you are. So true. So true. Absolutely. Thank you so much for everything that you have shared here with us today and your wisdom. Uh, Where can people find you to learn more about your work? Yeah, thank you. Um, So I have a website. It's called parentonboard.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. My handle is parentonboardcoaching. I hang out a lot there. So feel free to shout out in my DMs and say hi. If you have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. I I do on my website have a link to a free discovery call. So if you're interested in finding more about EFT and need more personal support, I would love to hear from you and connect with you. And we have all of those links in the show notes. Be sure to click on them. Check her out. You won't be disappointed. Love this episode? Let us know by leaving an amazing review. Your support is everything. Want more? Head over to postpartumu.com. That's postpartum, the letter U.com, and explore how we support moms like you in holistic whole body healing that's specific for the unique needs of mamas in the years postpartum. See you there.